Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome everybody, Tuesday, old school, 927 The Ticket. Jay Foreman, tell them about the Mercado. The Mercado, it's a butcher shop in Lincoln, Nebraska, certified Piedmontese. They have every cut of meat with their own special ingredients. I will tell you, the certified Piedmontese is off the chain. I keep saying it and keep saying it, keep saying it, because it is for real. You know, when they came out with it, the Mercado, and you heard about it, like, oh, that can't be a different type of meat you know it's definitely really good so uh get over to the mercado they got great service over there too yeah nice restaurant yeah. upstairs you can go great into the great, deli. Atmi- great yeah. atmosphere great service spacious um you know obviously you know clean in there but all the lines in there are clean it's a good time good stuff all the way around four two four six four five six eight five starter him and text on honda lincoln hotline Lots to talk about. Let's get into it as we go. You can follow on the live video stream by Sarter Heyman, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live uh, as well. Um, I kind of wanted to push this in the direction of the press conference, right? Mm-hmm. We get to hear – we finally get to hear from Scott Frost. We get to hear from a couple of players today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, did you catch any of that? No, not really. What okay, happened? Nathan Brennan. Nathan Brennan, if you would please, if you would, if you would, if you would please dive into some of the uh, explanation. Nate be there, you know. Nate be in the, he'd be up at five o'clock in the morning, ready to report with his little <laughs> yeah. with, with his little brother suit on. Yep, just, just straight off the bench. Medium his medium shirt. Straight yeah, off the I, bench. I look good in that suit. I'll tell you, you that know, much. Yeah, go you, ahead. You, you, all right, go we'll ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead with your best. So, all right, give us one. Pick any clip of the day. All right, this is uh, the tension, possible tension between Coach Frost and Coach Whipple. No, not at all. Uh, it's, it's, it, he, he's, he's really smart. Really good at what he does. Um, we have a lot of other coaches that are really smart, really good, good at what they do. Uh, we just need to, to find our rhythm of putting all the best stuff together. And I thought it was good on Saturday. Um, it can be better. Jay? Yeah, I mean, it's I don't see any. What's the big deal? What were they supposed to be a rift or something? Because uh-uh. of what? Well, some you know, some people said you know because Scott uh, said that you know we we need to get more creative and mm-hmm. you know he said those things and then he, he also was said critical after the game. But but he said that he didn't even realize he was being critical. He didn't right. realize what he said. He said he didn't realize. He said you know we need to be more creative on offense. He don't remember. Uh, sometimes you know to be honest with you when you're. Uh, like, you know, that's why they – like, for players, they it's like – I don't know how long it is before the media can come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to cool off. And sometimes you can say something that you necessarily – you can say it, but you know in your mind you're thinking one thing and then people perceive, you know, anyways. I think with this situation, obviously when Nebraska loses, um, 
you know, people are going to look for anything to kind of, you know, hang their hat on to kind of find out a reason why Nebraska lost or, you know, Scott's always called plays, you know, essentially, you know, he was the offense coordinator at Oregon for quite some time. And then you go to Central Florida, you know, head coach, play caller, you've been here. So that's, I mean, for the last, say, four, two, six, this three or four there, you know, almost the last 10 years he's called plays. or And I'm sure when he didn't call plays officially at Oregon, he was heavily involved in play call. You know what I mean? So that's all he knows. So that's what people are looking for. And I think that, you know, Scott's done a good job of kind of handing it over to Coach Whipple, and then everybody's kind of trying to see, you know, or if there's some, you know, rifts there or anything like that. I just think that uh, I don't think it's there, you know, and I think that uh, – you know, if, the fact that the, they didn't score much in the second half after those quick 14 points more came down to them not executing. And I talked about it before. Defensively, if, it, if, if I felt like it was a schematic thing or offensively like a schematic thing or like plays, you know, there wasn't like routes or concepts that were open, then I'd be like, yeah, we got something to worry about. These are all fixable, ish, you know, issues, you know, whether it's dropping the ball, being more crisp in the running game as far as getting movement at the point of attack and then realistically getting up to the second level defensively playing with the right leverage both as a one-on-one player like taking on blocks you know strong violent hands and tackling better has nothing to do with schematics now within that scheme when you play it better you play you look like you play faster and you play together and you swarm as a defense. But when you start guessing and assuming plays, you get out, you guess and assume and you get left, right? And then offensively, just comes down to making those plays. I know that the ball placement on a couple passes to some of the receivers on underneath routes could have been, you know, instead of at them, like in the center of their body or a little bit behind them, sure. But at the end of the day, like I said yesterday, I can't speak for Mickey. I just know what type of competitor he is. I know what type of competitor both his brothers are because I've been on teams where they've been coaching. So I know what they're made of or assume I can assume what they're made of. And I know what type of coach he, he has. He's going to coach to perfection regardless of the situation. So he's telling those players, I assume, assume what he's doing. So, again, I'm going to say I'm not speaking for Mickey, but I'm sure he's just saying that we got to make those plays. We got to make those plays in the quarter one, two, and three. But dang it, we got to make it, especially in the fourth quarter. Here, here's here's the question for me that that still remains, and I, and I have to ask you this: as a coach, in order for you to fix a thing that is wrong, don't you have to admit that it's something? There's something wrong with it first. Like, well, it, like, I'll like, go, I'll yeah. go into that. You you mentioned tackling, and that's a big yeah. part of it too. I'll yeah. go ahead and, and play you guys with Frosted on tackling. Yeah, okay. I mean, overall it wasn't bad. We had. I, I don't know <laughs> five or six glaring ones. I'm sorry. Um, I'm open sorry. field ones. Give a lot of credit to their backs. I thought they did a really good job at the end of end of runs with one last cut. And um, y'all set me up there. No. Overall, yeah, you did. I believe in this group. I think they're going to be a really good. Team. Nate, you, Nate, this is this is your uh, get out of jail you see free the look card. Look on his face. Yeah, this this is your get out of jail free card, man. Runs. We missed a couple tackles. I I can see that getting better as the year goes on. Look. No, you, I mean he is right. Here's right. the he, reaction. He, 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 hold on, hold on. But but you do got to give credit to their backs. Them boys, they, they them them cats was they was they was coming. So they did division one back things. Yeah, but but they were they're they're better backs than people give them credit for. 
No, granted, I'm not. Well, no, he had a thousand yards in the Big Ten last yeah, year, the and the second dude would have had a thousand had he not got hurt. Yeah, yeah. towards ACL. All right. So they're good backs, and they're good in the open field, and they're physical. Both of them are physical, and they're both built differently too. Mm-hmm. So that gives you problems as well. That's not an excuse. That's just the reality. Twenty six. His gait, his target area, is still is is small. And then he he even I mean they even said numerous times he went and got in the weight room so he could finish stronger in the season. You could tell, you know. And so so when you're a taller linebacker or you know inside guy, you got to make sure your strike area is good. But you can't have your strike area good if your fundamentals aren't to the point. And say everybody say that again though. And and everybody around you isn't doing their job because like I said yesterday, you I, I remember a play it was a defensive back that set the edge. He set the edge still going up field. So, yes, in theory, in the book of football, you set the edge because you're outside the fullback, wingback, pulling, whatever it had to be, mm-hmm. right? But once you go up field and the play is coming downfield, that gap it becomes humongous. And it's extremely hard for the guy, which I assume would be, the for me, inside linebacker scraping, if I have to get over top some junk, whether it's somebody getting pushed back in my lap or I have to get shock and release off of, off of offensive tackle, in this case, happened to be 77. This is, a, this is a Mike Tomlin quote. If you're playing the game of football, especially defensively, it is not only do your job, it is do your job and then. Yeah, and then play football. And then, like, oh, yeah. set the edge. Did you set the edge? Okay. Was the play made? No. Yeah. And then what? Then what do you do? Yeah, I mean, that's what it came down to. But then you talk about the, the, the situations. The best tackling teams are tack- are teams that don't give running backs a lot of space. You bottle the guys up. There's way too much space. Now, they got into some different looks and, and obviously came with some adjustments based off what Nebraska did in the first couple series. Because you saw Nebraska in the first couple series, they were fast-flowing, and there was four or five guys every time they had the ball. Even if they got a couple yards, they're still four or five. But then as the game went on, it was a lot of one-on-one tackling, maybe two guys there, you know, and and, the, and it, those two guys were generally guys in your third level. Okay, so, you know, those in the fundamentals, what I mean by that is alignment, assignment, aggressive, over and over and over, and everybody doing the same thing or doing the right thing Ooh. and doing it all together. Ooh, I the, think that this one is, from the text line. Yeah. Is this Colorado Herbie? Yeah. I think this is a good question for both of you guys, and I'll go ahead and ask it for him. All fixable problems, does anyone have confidence this coach can fix them? Uh, Well, I mean, it, it's on the whole coaching staff. Though. It's, it's just not Scott's job to fix, you know, Everything. Everything. That's what the assistant coaches do. I mean, look, and it's also on the players, too. I mean, it's, it, the players, are, I mean, you've got to ask yourself, why did I, why, what was going on with me? Because, like I said, it's not a schematic thing. Offensively or defensively, it's not a schematic thing. I'm fully confident, I don't think, is it? Because cause on the flip side, when you're missing a lot of tackles or you're out of position, that means you're actually where you're you're actually within the realm of where you're supposed to be. You just ain't making the play. So now we got to figure out where we're going to make the plays. Um, I don't think they ever truly got out leverage. You know, like when Mike Riley was here and the Minnesota just kept running to the the boundary off the left side to like the tune of ten yards and there wasn't any adjustments. I just think we just didn't play well. We didn't do 
the simple things, and we were at times really, really bad at it. I I, I think for this one, um, <laughs> Ben, 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 just going all the way nuclear. Yeah, I mean, this is this <laughs> hey, is where hey, Ben, Ben, <laughs> let me tell you something, Scott. They are not sending me a check. Haven't sent any check, and you are correct. They probably do need to send me a check, but no, they don't <laughs> send me a check. Well, which is a part of the the thing that I have issue with most is that there. If you tell me that everything's fixable, and you tell me that there's talent, you tell me that the, the coaches are in place, you have the right coaches in place, you have players who can make plays, and quite frankly and consistently, you don't make plays. Something's missing. Something's missing. And to me, it's it, it's kind of disrespectful to say we're close. It's kind of disrespectful to say that everything's okay. Like it, it could well, I mean, be. As a it co- could as be. a coach, you, I mean, he's got to. I mean, he can't get up there after week one. It's like, man, this is horrible. We ain't got a chance in the hell to win. I mean, no, because that wasn't true either. They had a chance to win. What well, he could say well, what is, what I'm saying is, that two days after the game or three days after the game, yeah, and say, man, this season's over with. It just, it's just a matter of time. We, ain't, we, we're just horrible. Right. You, you got to have show confidence and understand and have a solution to it, which I'm sure he. Or you know they all as a staff articulate to the players what we need to do better as a as a you know whole group, and this is how we're going to fix it. So that's where the you know everything's fixable. And that's what I want to know. Yeah. Like what what do you? Well, do? I mean it's not our business to know that though. Well, it's, no, no, it's, actually it is. No, it's not because we're not on the team. It, no, no, no. As we're here, we're here to have the, the the conversation about what's happening in the most important program in the entire state. We, we speak on a regular basis how important Nebraska football is to the economy, the mood, the, the, the vibrancy, all that stuff. Why? Because the energy that's put towards it. And so you sit back and talk about it and say, okay, are you going to get it right? Because we want it to get it. We want you to get it right. We're rooting right. for you to get it right. Right. But, I mean, it's not his job to tell us, like, the intricacies of what they do on a day-to-day basis. If that was the case, we, you, you know, you'd be able to go to practice twenty-four-seven. Which is a whole other question. We'll talk about that when we come back.